0: You're listening to the Hello CEO podcast. I'm your host Alora Rochelle. As a wedding photographer turned business coach, I've learned a ton of lessons while building a six-figure wedding photography business. If you're an overwhelmed photographer seeking ways to scale your business by spending less time and making more money, then this podcast is for you. Join me as I share actionable tips and strategies all about mindset, marketing, and sales, so you can grow a profitable photography business like a CEO without the hustle and the overwhelm. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Hello everyone and welcome back to the Hello CEO show. I am really excited for today's topic as I say that about every episode, but I wouldn't produce an episode that I'm not excited about. So, so there. A little update on me. Um, I just got over this stomach virus that had me projectile vomiting for the past two days. So if my voice is a little scratchy and not normally perky and really full of life as normal, that's probably why. But I had to record this episode because... As I was writing out the bullet points for it, I got fired up. (laughs) And I think it's been a long time since I've got fired up about something. But looking at the statistics about entrepreneurs and female entrepreneurs and how much money they're making, I was like, I feel responsible for changing this statistic. Like, I feel more responsible than ever. I guess compared to the rest of the educators out there, they're probably serving everyone, but I really feel led to only help female founders right now. Like that's just the vibe I'm at, Um, especially people that are new moms. I've always wanted to help moms, but I just didn't really want to talk about like mom products and my kids, I love my kids to death, but can I talk about them for longer than a couple minutes of chit chat? Not really, (laughs) I don't really talk about, Anything else, really. I don't know. I mean, I thought there was something wrong with me about that. But then I met a a lot of other ambitious women that have kids that don't have to talk about their kids. So I'm not crazy. But anyway, I want to be able to help all women everywhere that want to have multiple streams of income by setting something up, by creating something unique to them, unique to their business. And they can, in a way, in a sense, duplicate themselves and be able to make money. Like, whether they're going to Starbucks and they're getting coffee and it's like, cha-ching, you made a sale, right? You're at Target because you just can't help it. They have a new sweater that you saw. Cha-ching, you made a sale, okay? Like, I didn't believe – three years ago, I did not believe this life was possible. Not even not – maybe three, four years ago? Four years ago, I didn't believe this world was possible, at all. I thought it was crazy. I thought it was one of those like spam bro marketing tactics. I'm like, you're not going to get me. But the more that I deep dived into this, I just, my mind was blown about the transformations people are having. And even then I still didn't believe. I really didn't. I was like, "Mm, this sounds crazy. Like, because I had the mindset of if I don't work hard for something and then I can't make, you know, a decent amount of money. It was kind of like, You have to work really hard to make just a little it was like a really weird money mindset um that I had and I don't think that I could help it because coming up in like a class of 2008 you know we didn't graduate high school thinking we would be entrepreneurs that had multiple six-figure businesses that just wasn't that was not a thing like Facebook was just getting off the ground so imagine that you know Facebook was just getting off the ground and we were all like oh my gosh you know Facebook's better than MySpace it's for the grown-ups you know well back then it was for college kids and the grown-ups took over but you already know my rant on that adults everyone Facebook (laughs) and so the world right now is so much different than it used to be and so I don't know. I just really feel led. And I feel like it's it's my impact to be able to help female entrepreneurs everywhere with the best resources. The things that I've had to piecemeal together for the past four years. And I just wish it was all inside of one community-based program. You know, like that's what I wished, which is why I'm creating that. But I'm just gonna tell you right now, it is the best time to create an online business, okay? And I'm gonna tell you so many reasons why. And I'm also gonna just break down the facts right now. Why you should feel led to change some of these statistics. I mean, cause I felt even more fired up than before to come up with even more ideas <laughs> after this, but okay. So looking it up, there are 582 million worldwide entrepreneurs. And 252 million of them are female owned. Now, looking at these statistics, I couldn't, I was trying to like, it was really hard to find them for 2023 because the year has just started. So these might be 2022. But regardless, it's less than 50%. Okay, women make up less than 50% of worldwide entrepreneurs. But here's the next statistic that got me fired up. Okay, only 12% of female led businesses even bring in more than 100K Per year, and this percentage is reducing every single year. Every single year, it's getting worse, and I think it's because you have to pass that 100k benchmark, and then you start becoming more and more profitable. But you have to like, it's so strange. But it's like you're you're working so hard, and you're working harder than ever just to get there, and then you're able to bobsled down that hill, right? I feel like i want to change that statistic i sat and read that over and over because i i couldn't believe my eyes and i was like there's no way that can't be true so now i feel like i consider it my mission my self-led mission (laughs) to help women learn to create their first six figures and yes the wedding ceo is that program too but this is going to be a completely different program entirely you'll figure it out but disclaimer as I have mentioned, six figures usually end up being less, but six figures will cover all of your expenses and pretty much make sure you have a decent salary, but your salary won't be six figures, basically. Like, just get that part in your mind. For some reason, people think, oh, if I have a 100K business, I have a 100K salary. No, 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 you do not. Once you pay everybody, once everything is paid, your business savings is there, your expenses are paid, you know, your taxes is set aside, it's not six figures, but It is a decent salary once everything is said and done. So that's something to consider and it is something to work towards pushing past at least. But a lot of people just like to say, I'm working towards my first 100K. Others assume there's like another thing. And I've been told this. My husband told me this a while ago and I was just like fired up about that. But he said that a lot of companies are really hesitant about hiring women. And, you know, they say that women are just not as successful because they're only focus on their families, or once they get pregnant, they are a liability and they usually quit their job and then never come back. So a lot of people are hesitant about hiring women or, you know, women will own a business and then leave and just become like the mother full-time, which is totally fine, it is. I'm a, I'm a mother and a woman <laughs> myself. So, But that statistic is actually not true because only 25% of female entrepreneurs even said this was the case. Leaving 75% still going. In the business, with or without families. So I, as somebody who is a mother, I think this is absolute garbage. Honestly, I feel like as a mother, it's made me master my CEO calendar. Like when my daughter turned two and I finally figured out how to manage my time, do time blocking, work less, get paid more, systemize everything and scale. <laughs> my calendar is so clear. Like my spacious calendar. Is incredible. I have two kids. They are scheduled in some ways, and I strictly only work a four day week. I am brain dumping, unless I'm like brain dumping an idea while like they're watching Bluey or something, but even then, they're probably sitting next to me playing with toys, and like that's fine. I think we're allowed to coexist (laughs) and do other things, but in the company of our children. But once I pick them up from like school and we do something fun together, you know, we'll do a craft, we'll paint, you know, that my kids are very, very artsy. Eli loves. Um, using markers, and, um, mm-hmm, you yep, know, just marking everything everywhere, so those have been banned from the house, at least I try to ban them, and they just keep showing up, that's, that's the thing about kid stuff, they just keep showing up, you thought you threw it away, and it came back, <laughs> insane, but, I mean, and after that, we, you know, I make dinner, and then, you know, unless my husband, unless it's my husband's day to make dinner, but that's it. That's the day. You know, it's a spacious calendar. And I just don't think that um, being a mom has actually set me back. It's made me more ambitious to take more control of my time so I could do other things, so I can spend more time with my kids. When I didn't have kids, I was very lazy with how I spent my time, I spread things out. Um, I just didn't really have deadlines for things because I just felt like I had so much time. I didn't have kids. You know, yeah, I had a husband, but he worked well over full time. I pretty much had the whole day to myself to do whatever I wanted to do. Now, I only have like a, a, you know, a little less than like a work day, like from nine to three or from nine to four to really work a full day. Um and get things done and then just be done with it and once it hits around that time I put in what I need to can I usually put in my planner what I need to complete for the next day and then my brain is turned off like once everything's out of my head I know where it's going to go tomorrow and I've been doing that for years and so I'm just went on a whole tangent about this but all this to say like <laughs> just because you are a mom if you feel like you were meant for something more and that you want to do something else, but also be able to balance, you know, your life, your family, you know, anything like that is totally possible. And, um, and if you're an ambitious woman like me that just loves to create things, to run a business or two, whether you're a solopreneur, a freelancer, a CEO, a self-made whatever, it's not too late to get started. Even in the midst of this crazy recession, people are still seeking answers to their problems. People are still investing in their education. People are still buying food. If you're in the food business, I just don't think that people are just going to stop buying food. I mean, whatever your market is, I feel like there is a customer waiting for you with money in hand, ready to buy whatever it is. But you need to create it, you need to market it, and you need to sell it on repeat. So let's take a step back since we're in the midst of this considerable ongoing inflation versus recession world right now. I highly suggest creating a lower ticket offer, testing things, having a lot of fun. I think it's okay to play in business, by the way. Disclaimer. I am a strategic person and I believe in having strategy and numbers and, you know, constant debriefs after we do something like a launch, but I think It's okay to keep the focus on fun. Maybe I'm going to call it FOF. I'm going to put that. I'm going to write that down. (laughs) But yes, keep the focus on fun. That is when things start to feel, I don't know, less creative. When every single thing is like business and numbers and... I don't know. I feel like, yes, you need to put on your CEO hat, but also you got into this because you're a creative mind and you wanted to create something, you know? There are some things that you don't ever want to hand off to somebody else, and that's fine. There are some people that aren't good at some things and aren't interested in learning them, and that's the things you hand off. But if you're not in the position yet, then it's okay to learn about it and eventually hand it off to somebody. It's okay to run your business the way that you want to. There aren't any rules. And I mean, some things have worked for me and some things have not worked for me that have worked for other people, which is why I wanna be able to lay out all the different possibilities, right? So I wanna make sure that you're providing the best of the best experience before you start charging your first 1K for a service. You know what I mean? Something to keep in mind about the market right now, post COVID People are just more hesitant now than ever to purchase things. We know what it's like to live day and day in a panic since the pandemic. So our minds have shifted. The world has shifted and changed in a different way. So we're just more reluctant to make dumb purchases these days than maybe we have in the past. And if I think about some of the things I wasted my money on in 2019... When I always thought there would be more of and there would never be less of anything, like the wedding industry, like my income, I'm just like baffled at how much money I wasted on things that didn't matter or things I didn't use. I honestly think, you know, we as women need to learn to be less impulse shoppers and adopt a little bit more of a logical thinking brain in some ways. Now, before you jump down my throat about this, I am talking about fast fashion (laughs) I have since let that part of my life go. Um, I don't just buy things because they're on sale and I don't just buy things because they're trending. At the most, I only buy a new outfit these days when I have like a brand shoot um, or if there's like an event and this outfit is gonna be something I can reuse for the next five years. I'm not just buying something random because women are marketed to so much about being trendy (laughs) and you know this is why the fashion industry has taken advantage of women for years and continues to do so with the simple marketing tactic of be ahead of the rest you need to look like this you need to feel like this be a trendsetter or as miranda priestly says in the devil wears prada so iconically is that everybody wants this and everybody wants to be us Seriously, watch that movie. It's really good. A lot of hidden messages in there about workforce and the fashion industry in general. But anyway, while most people leave the workforce to maximize their potential, there is a statistic that they actually may end up earning the same on their own. So they may as well go back to the workforce and leave entrepreneurship entirely because statistics say they actually were not cut out for this in the first place. In fact, they say that 30% of females end up earning less as an entrepreneur than they would in the workforce. It's disheartening to even hear this and have to say this back after reading it, but I think we need to aim towards breaking through that 100K mark and to challenge yourself to be a part of the 12% and beyond. And hopefully that percent becomes so much bigger because 12% is just not enough. And I know 100k is just a number. And it does, you know, signify a lot of money. But the goal is to create a life of freedom to be able to support others, to be able to hire others, to be able to give more to help more. Think about what you could do with this money versus just the art of making money. Like, yeah, we get it. Everybody wants to make money. But what are you going to do with this? Is there something that you're going to do that's going to pay this forward to somebody else that needs it? I mentioned this before in my hot take on coaches. Check that, Check out that episode if you're interested in my spiciness. But you, know, you have to ask yourself too, before you decide to create or launch your next offer or your first offer, make sure it answers a couple of things for your ideal customer. Number one, what is this going to do for them? Number two, what results have you gotten others number 3 who is this specifically for and number 4 why should they purchase invest or pay for this service or product and in the next couple of episodes i'm going to walk you through what five steps you must take to launch your online business and we're just going to we're just going to dive right into it because i think everybody needs to know these things and I think everybody needs to every I don't know I always feel like everybody needs to be involved (laughs) but if you're listening to this podcast you must be interested in becoming a CEO because it's called hello CEO it's not like you've been set up okay so if you have a goal if you have a dream if you have a creative idea or if you just have something in your head being like I need to do something start thinking about it before the next episode goes live and hopefully we can flesh it out together on the next podcast episode Thanks again for joining me today. I will see you next week. I hope you have an amazing day and I'll talk to you soon. Hey, if you loved today's episode, I would love if you took a quick second to leave a rating and a five-star review. It truly means the world to me and helps spread the message to photographers just like you who want to go to the next level in their business. So if you're ready to grow your photography business, I want to take the time to invite you to apply to join The Wedding CEO. The Wedding CEO is my all-new online business coaching program for wedding photographers who are ready to grow and scale to six figures with ease. I'm talking an easy way to make 10K months and being able to grow something that will sustain your life and business until the test of time yes we know everyone out there is a photographer but with our three-part framework you will never experience the market is saturated mindset that everyone seems to have we want your business to stand out and it will we promise so this will be your chance to get coaching directly from me to help you create a strong business foundation that has meaning and supports your why most coaches don't teach this discover how to push back the mindset blocks that are holding you back from your success so that people only want to work with you specifically, how to execute a five-star luxury client experience that you hear so much about, and gain the confidence to sell to your clients on sales calls in an authentic, easy way. Did I also mention accepted applicants will get an exclusive invite to a private advanced training with me where I'll be sharing exactly how easy it is to make your first six figures. And trust me, you do not want to miss this. So go to allorachelle.com slash apply I'll see you there.